And the majority of the time people don't recognize that's what they need to really sustain their business. And so my tagline is, you have to invest in you to invest in your business. So you come first because at the beginning, the majority of the time, you are your business, you know? <laughs> and so if there is no you, you have no business. Hey, I'm your host, Ronya Sakata, queen of joy. That's how my friends call me, talking to you from Zurich, Switzerland. I want to make this world more joyful and playful and colorful because we don't have a guarantee for tomorrow. So let's enjoy today. Will you join me? I'm all in. I founded the Joy Academy for exactly that reason. And on the Let's Create Joy podcast, we talk visions, dreams, self-care, habits, challenges, creating joy and much more in motivational solo episodes at the beginning of the month and inspiring talks with my wonderful guests. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at joyismycompass for getting fun and tangible daily inspiration for our monthly topic. You make the difference and you are the most important person in your life. Yes, we can live our best lives right now while we have our big vision in our head and heart. Let's dive right in. Enjoy! Welcome, Alicia Harris, at the Let's Create Joy podcast. I'm so excited to have you as my guest. Who are you? What do you do? And how do you create joy in your everyday life? And what brings you joy in general? Oh, Here's I the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that question. But I also, I'm also really enjoying getting to know you as well. So thank you so much for inviting me onto your podcast. I am very honored. So I am Alicia Harris and I help business owners get really clear on their desires and goals. And then I really help them to Im implement and take action fast. So, you know, sometimes we can be in that place where we feel like we're overwhelmed and we're procrastinating and we feel really stuck. And so I help you to get unstuck, to get very clear, and I hold your hands to implement anything that you desire within your business and within your personal life, because I believe we're whole, right? We can't separate one without the other. We have to ensure that we are living as wholesome as we can to ensure that we don't burn out. And I've been there and it's not fun. So the reason why I love that question that you asked about joy, Ronya, is because I found joy, and it's gonna sound really weird, but when my mum passed away, I recognized that I had to live my life more joyful because when she passed, it was, you know, it was very emotional for all of us. But it also showed me that she she passed away with so many dreams and desires that she didn't get to do. And so it made me really recognize that I had to take my life into my, my own hands and to find my own joy. And so when she passed away, you know, after 18 months of really living in that kind of grief state, and then I had a miscarriage and then I decided that I wasn't going to continue my career in corporate. It was time to live my joy, you know, my life without any, any, um, I was going to swear then. <laughs> you can swear as much as you want. <laughs> you know, without giving any, you know, without giving any zero fucks with just not caring. You know, and it's hard because you have to have some kind of boundaries as well. And I found it really hard to to do that at the beginning because I'm a people pleaser. But now I'm like, if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. Because we are only here once. I don't <laughs> believe that. But no, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> in this in this setup it's yes. one time yeah one yes. chance in this setup yes. yeah yeah yes yeah so i want to enjoy this Yes, I really want to enjoy this. So I find joy every day by, you know, one having gratitude for what I have, you know, before we we came on live, you met my husband and our relationship has evolved, you know, and that brings me joy. Having my daughter brings me joy. Being able to spend so much time with her at the moment is it's so joyful for me because when I'm, when I left corporate and I didn't know if I was going to be a mum, um, because, you know, after having the miscarriage, I was scared. I didn't know if it was going to happen for me. And then when she came along, um, I, yeah, <laughs> you know, she's my everything. She's my everything. So I knew that because I had her at, a later stage as they like to call it you know luckily my my medical team never made me feel like i was a geriatric mum <laughs> some people you uh, yeah it's it's hideous it's a thing yes absolutely and it starts very early i mean i'm in the same team yes yes yeah so i made the decision that i was going to spend as much time with her and I've been able to do that. And that for me is everything. You know, I've got a brother who's on the autism spectrum. So spending time with him and being able to do that because of the work that I do, you know, I get to pick my hours. Um, that brings me so much joy, so much joy. And then looking after myself, you know, making sure that I now put myself first because I'm kind of the matriarch of the family, right? You know, when my mum passed away, my siblings looked upon me to really hold them up and hold myself up. And so I had to learn that I had to be okay with putting myself first, making sure that, you know, I know we throw around the, the, the word self-care, but making sure that I, you know, I did look after myself from that perspective. I did put in those things in place that made sure that I was okay to be able to do, do the things that I needed to do at that time. And now I think I'm you said before, I'm a people pleaser, but if we put ourselves first, which is like, that's 180 degrees to the yeah. opposite. But if we put ourselves first and take care of ourselves, then we can, please even more people yes. and the right people exactly. and have more energy so it's like maybe it's first like feeling like oh that's egoist yes. but in the end it's like wow that's cool i say no here i can say yes here wholeheartedly and and i have so much to give yes and that's exactly what happened when i started to put myself first and really started to look at you know certain relationships um and and family and clients and so forth and making tweaks in my lifestyle like you said i was able to give so much more and now it's so freeing because i get to do the work that i really want to do you know i get to work with amazing um women business owners who who they they love what they do but they don't always have the clarity to get to the next steps, you know? And so because I have that corporate background and I, and I used to do investment bank, sorry, I used to work in investment banking as a project manager. I know, I know the whole, I know the whole plan. I know the whole steps of what you need to do. You know, when you start to scope and then you, you start to implement and you execute and so forth. And so I get to enjoy being a mum and a wife, but I also get to enjoy helping other business owners look after them, look after their businesses and themselves. And like you can see behind me, I've got Pilates equipment also. So, you know, part of what I do is 
from an holistic background as well, because I spent 20 years enjoying and researching and learning well-being and wellness. You know, so I've got certificates <laughs> coming out of my ears because at, the, at one stage I was like, I have to show people that I know what I'm talking about, you know? And so I went full in with a plan A and a plan B and a plan C. And that's part of, that was part of my, my, um, my background. My, both of my parents are from, from the Caribbean. And so they came over to the UK when they, when they were teenagers. And so when I was growing up, they always installed in me that I'm going to have to work harder, you know, to ensure that I get the opportunities that some of my peers would get as well. And that I always needed to have a plan B. So that's how I lived my life. But now I'm like, my plan A and my plan B and my plan C, they can all merge together and I can do what I want to do and still create so much joy in the world, right? And do that with a full heart and from a heart-led place and enjoy the people that I work with and the people that I meet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, good. I mean, the last last uh, interview which went live before recording this was Amandine and she was in corporate too and she said like, I was dying from the inside. Yeah. And that's just, obviously not healthy and not sustainable for for having a good life and I don't say you can't be joyful and enjoy corporate yes. if that's just what you love to do yeah. but um if it's not there is another plan a I think it's not a plan <laughs> b to leave right then it's yeah. plan a to find something you really really enjoy yeah and I loved my job in corporate I mean I loved the responsibility that I had, what I didn't love is the politics. You know, I didn't yes. love yeah. all of the things that I had to, to do in order to be seen and heard. And so that was my choice when I, did, when I was offered a permanent role and I found out that it was basically, I was, I was not going to receive the same amount of money that my peers were. I was like, no, like this is the last straw I need to do something for myself. And that's when I made the decision that it wasn't going to be about money. It was going to be what my heart wanted. And in the end with that, you will make so much more money than, yeah. than having a salary, right? Exactly. Exactly. And so you are also a Pilates teacher. I mean, I have no idea about Pilates. It looks yes. to me like some bookshelf <laughs> thing. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, yes. So I'm also a Pilates teacher. I have been um, teaching on and off for eight years now. And I love it. It, it kept me together um, when, when my mom was going through her cancer journey. So... My mum was a type of lady, again, that she helped me find my joy because she was always in my corner. If there was something that I wanted to do, she would be like, yes, go get it, go do it. And so when um, we found out that she had an incurable um, cancer diagnosis, I was at that stage where I was just about to start training as a Pilates teacher. And she said to me, Alicia, don't, don't not do it because of me. And I was like, wow, I don't know how I'm going to fit everything in because my mum was my everything. And so I wanted to make sure that I was there at all of her appointments and I was still working. And then on top of that, I decided that, okay, this is a great time to train as a Pilates teacher. But that is the thing that really saved me, Ronya, because I had the direct, I had the um distraction yeah and also the body movement like helps you and with emotions yes. and and fears and yes exactly that so that really held me together and then when she passed that p 
put me back together again. You know, because I am very big on your well-being. So movement, you know, some kind of movement every day. Thinking about what you're actually putting in your mouth <laughs> daily and and trying to get that rest and that 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 time to yourself to actually reflect on what's going on so all of those things are non-negotiables for me i need to make sure i'm not a very nice person and i can say this if i don't move i i get irritated and i've got a very high vibe you know three-year-old who likes to move as well <laughs> And so I need to be able to keep up with that. And and Pilates does that for me. I fell, I fell out of love with the industry um, for a while. But is now- it, Is it an in industry, like fitness? Yes. yes. Fitness industry or Pilates yes. industry? With the, with the Pilates industry. So oh, wow. yeah. I didn't, I, did, I wouldn't put industry <laughs> and Pilates together, but I, yeah. I have no idea. So, yeah. So I, I fell a little bit out of love with the industry because it just, I didn't see that many people who looked like me. And, and so, you know, it was, it was, it, it was hard sometimes. And especially when, if you're not seeing people that look like you and you're not teaching people that look like you, sometimes people don't always recognize this body is still a body you know and we're just all different shapes and sizes but being told that your body can't do something um yeah it, it took a toll on how i felt about my pilates practice but over the last two years i've had a really wonderful pilates teacher um, and she's been really supportive. And when the, when we were locked down the first time, we used to work out five days a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And it just helped with all of our mindsets and our emotional feelings and, you know, and our mental health. And then now we work out twice a week and we've been doing that for over two years now. And so, yeah, when I don't have some kind of movement in my body, I know it. And so do my family. So that brings me so much joy to know. So you moved out of corporate and created your own business and you yes. moved out of the Pilates industry and, and you bring Pilates into the sessions with your clients. I mean, yeah, that's sometimes. Just yeah. Sometimes. I mean, it's the way I work is usually it's based on a one-to-one -one basis because then we can, we can really make the package bespoke to you. And the majority of times people think that they, they're coming to me for, you know, business growth strategy and me to help them implement. So they're like, okay, Alicia's a, a business growth strategist and an implementation coach. Okay, that's what I want. And then we start to unpick what they really need. And the majority of time we start with their lifestyle and we get really clear on what they need within their own personal lifestyle and then we work on to the business and so that's it's why the base I mean, right if yes. you are not rested not well fed mm -hmm. you are hungry and mm -hmm. just uh, not productive yes and not joyful yes <laughs> yes so it's it's really important to me but the majority of the time people don't recognize that's what they need to really sustain their business and so my tagline is, you have to invest in you to invest in your business. So you come first because at the beginning, the majority of the time, you are your business, you know? And so if there is no you, you have no business. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So it's really important that we take care of us and just seeing the, the, the the transformations when that happens is amazing i have a client who came to me for business growth and we spent a year just working through her wellness and when we got to the business part ronya she was on fire 
she started to have $9,000 days straight out of the gate because she was very clear on what she wanted and what she needed. And we were both like, wow. Once you get rid of all of that mental clutter and you're, you know, and you're, you're internally thinking about yourself and what you need and you turn down the dial of what everybody else is telling you that you should be doing and you just listen to within and you get very intentional, the messages and the guidance is there. And that's what happened with her. And now so I, cool. I know, and now I love, she's message, she messages, she messages me, you know, every two weeks, because at the moment she's taking some time out because her mum's quite poorly as well. And she message, messages me, sorry, I've got to put my teeth back in. And, <laughs> <laughs> and she says, I, I cannot believe the life that I now live. And that's, you know, that is truly because of our work together. That brings me joy, Monia. So cool. Yeah. I mean, that's the same in the Joy Academy, right? Yes. It's like, it's holistic. It's kind of like, wow, do I really have to look at all these mm -hmm. um, blind spots and, and, and like construction sites in myself and in my life? But it's so worth it to, to, it, to invest time and energy. And then you, you triple and 10 exit exactly for what you want to do and that's why i loved when you and i connected right because we, i was like we are so aligned with the message that we we're you know and the the products and the services that we're providing and so i love the fact that we can collaborate in these messages and some people will be like oh but they're so close together don't you see her as a threat and i'm like no it's just, it means that there are other people talking about being joyful and finding that joy from within to help build your brand or build your business or live your life in an amazing way. No, bring me more people like that. You know, let's do this work together. That's that's when the quote, I don't know the, the right word, but like the flowers, you know, they just bloom. They yes. don't care at all what's no. what's blooming next to them. And I mean, a flower field is just amazing. Exactly. So the comparison illness, I would say that's such a thief of joy, right? Yes. Oh, she has. She has. Mm -hmm. He has. Yes. They have. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's something we can actively say, no, stop it. I don't no. want to do that anymore because it's really, if you get in the swirl of a down, downward spiral of comparison, it's, it's devastating. It's very devastating. And then people don't get to see who you are. Yes. Because you're running around being somewhere, somebody else. Right. Yeah. 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 So could you tell me some really, I love practical advice, you know, like, Alicia style, everyday advice. You said non-negotiable. I love when I get to a point where I have something which is non-negotiable, then it's so easy. If it's negotiable for me, it's like, nee, nee, nee. Well, <laughs> you know, like the movement part, I'm just such a lazy person naturally. And, and um, yeah, I have to talk me into movement every day, even though I know afterwards I feel better, all the things. But for me, it's food. Food is non-negotiable. I want to eat yummy, delicious, fresh food. Yeah. So so how is it that you get into the good habits or, or just practical advice? Yeah. What brings you joy during the day that you do it your way and not, not some rules from society or expectations from others or whatever you want to yeah. tell us like yeah i love that alicia's love that advice for more joy and practical so, tips alicia's advice with regards to movement is break it down you know break it down you don't have to be doing half an hour 45 minutes an hour of movement every day you know especially if that overwhelms you but I always say to my clients, you put the kettle on, right? The kettle usually takes 10, sorry, usually takes two, two minutes to boil. You can do 
10, 20 squats in that time, you can move, you know, I love dance breaks. So I have five minute dance breaks throughout the day where I will just put music on and dance my ass off to a favorite song for five, 10 minutes. Um, because that's my practical, that's me getting, getting it in without even thinking about it. And, you know, once you've done that one or two times, that's, that's 10, 15 minutes of actual movement that you've done without even actually thinking about it. And then, you know, when it comes to food, again, I love batch, I love batch cooking um, because it just means that I love food like you, Ronya. I love food. But sometimes if I'm busy, I'm not gonna lie to you, I will go for not the so fresh food. But if I'm batching food for a couple of days, at least I know what I'm picking up and then I can just add on to that. So I love that. And I also love just working with your, your female cycle. I love that because it gives you so much information. You are not always gonna be feeling like you have the energy to do those big workouts if you want, if, if, if you don't want to. And that's okay. Dial in and think about what's going on within, you know, and if you're not bleeding or you don't have a cycle, use the moon. The moon will help you and guide you as well. You know, so I use that a lot with my clients. I always say to them, where are you at the moment? When they say to me, Alicia, I haven't been able to do this task. I just haven't been feeling it. I don't have the energy. That's okay. Give yourself some grace. I think we are so used to always running from one task to the next because that's what all of the gurus tell us that we need to do, right? We need to make sure that we condense our days and get everything that we can get in, you know, in that amount of time. Hustle, but, hustle. Hustle, hustle hard. <laughs> but I'm all about make sure you've got white space in your, di in your diary because then if something happens, you're not worrying. Like this morning, for example, I woke up at 5.29. I don't know why, <laughs> but I woke up and I was like, oh my goodness, that is really early for me. Even though I do have a kid, she wasn't awake at that time. And so I left and I went for a walk. I was, that's how I felt. I was like, I'm gonna go for a walk. But then I was also like, I've got all of this time in the morning and part of my brain was like, try and get stuff done. And then the other part was like, this is a bonus. You can finish that book that you've been trying to finish for two weeks. You can sit down and you can enjoy, you know, your hot water and lemon without anybody else. And so I decided to do that. And then I looked at my diary and I decided the things that could be canceled because I didn't want to be working until late at night. I work condensed hours and that's because I want to. So, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays are my days where I will do longer hours, but then the rest of the week, they, I work around my, my child. But today I was like, I've woken up at five o'clock. I'm not going to be working until six, seven o'clock tonight. So I looked in my diary and I canceled things and you know what? It's okay to do that because it makes me feel like I'm taking care of me and I'm taking care of what I feel is important at this moment. And that's my health. So, so practical wise, put yourself first, find those pockets of time where you can enjoy time for yourself. So like you were saying, movement, make it fun doesn't have to be you have to lay your yoga mat out and, and as I said, do half an hour. Break it down. Do five, 10, 15 minutes at a time and before you know it, you'll be like Alicia. I moved today for half an hour, 45 minutes and I didn't even think about it as, you know, as a workout. I was just moving and enjoying myself and listening to my, you know, my big vibe tunes and dancing and that brought me so much joy and I feel lighter for it as well. So yeah. The what, what if I, that's not my problem. I mean, my girl is <laughs> 11, 
but the mom guilt, you know, I have a lot of listeners who are moms and um, like it's selfish. Like my kids is first. And you said that too, mm -hmm. but even though you said she's my everything, you are taking care of you. Like, how do you, did you have this mindset before she was even born or did you have to figure out like, it's okay that my need is now import more important than her need because if I'm not energized, we have nothing. Like, so how, how do you manage that? I'm going to be really frank. My mom put us first all the time and she's not with us. So that was a very harsh lesson. Yeah. That was a very harsh lesson for me, Ronya. You know, I was, yeah. I was, I was stunned when she passed away and heartbroken, but it also made me recognize how amazing she was and how much she was holding together and how much that she didn't actually talk about. So I, I constantly tell my clients and my friends and my family, if we don't talk about what's really going on, we can create dis-ease in our body and then that creates disease. And so anytime that I don't feel like I am doing myself the surface of of looking after myself, I have the reminder that my mom's not here. And I don't want my child to be without a mom because I didn't listen to the signs. The body gives you signs all the time. We ignore them, but they are forever talking to us. So when I feel tired, like this morning I woke up and I was like, oh, I'm already tired. And so that quickly was like, oh, I need to look at my diary and see what I can, what I can rejig and what I can cancel because I don't want to be tired for Friday because Friday is, is Alessandria and mummy day. And I want to make sure that I've got some time and, and I feel energized as much as I can. And I'm not worrying about the things that I needed to do today. So I put the things that are really important for me to get done today, to get done. But the most important thing is that I get some rest and I'm not burning the candle. I've, I've done, I've had burnout. And you had burnout in, in corporate. Yeah. I had burnout in corporate and I do believe the grief and the burnout affected my fertility journey of course yeah. like we're a, we are a holistic exactly being and this is the whole reason why you know i call myself a holistic business strategist because like you just said we are whole we've got to we've got to really recognize this especially as if we don't, we are irreplaceable in the corporate world. You know, if you end up sick or unfortunately you pass away, somebody else is going to be there to take your job. You know, if that happens in your real life, your family are really, really going to be heartbroken. And sometimes they might not recover. And so I always remember that. I always remember that. And I didn't want to, you know, make it, make it so, so frank, but we have to, we have to get open and honest with ourselves and think about the fact that is it really, is that last job that you need to do before, at 11.30 or 12 <laughs> o'clock really that important? Or is it important to be able to get into your bed at a reasonable time? and maybe get up a little bit earlier and do it in the morning before the children are up. Or even if the children get up beforehand, can you delegate it to somebody else? We don't have to do it all. And nor should we want to. I don't wanna do it all. Do you? <laughs> yeah, what's all, you know, what's all? That's again, the no, yeah. the saying no and saying yes part, yeah. right? 
I, I don't, I, I don't want to, you know, I, I hate, <laughs> I hate ironing. And I hate folding clothes. Yes, I do it. But I don't do, I do it occasionally because I delegate it. I delegate it to my family, <laughs> you know? So we don't have to, we don't have to feel like as mums, we have to do it all. So that's this another morning one. Morning at five twenty nine. Did you like? How did you consider your options? Like, I do I sleep again? Yes or no? Like, I love these thought processes. Yeah. You know, they are very quick, and you can train yourself to be excited about the possibilities. Like, so Alicia, what do we do today? Like, do we get up? And you chose a walk outside. I mean. That's like for some people, like, why would she get out into, it's not dark anymore now, right? But yeah. um, my sister flew, flew to London yesterday and she said, it's oh, wow. cold and it's rainy and it was so such wonderful weather here. So she was jealous of us being at the rooftop on, on, on her uh, apartment. Yeah. So it wasn't even nice weather this morning. So luckily it was like, okay. it was, it was it was it was cold but it was really nice and fresh and it was clear and the reason why i made that decision is because my daughter had got into our bed i don't know what time and i could hear them both snoring and i thought to myself i'm not going to sleep anyway <laughs> i'm not going to sleep anyway and i didn't want to wake anybody up by making noise, moving around the house. And I think if I had decided to stay in the house, then I would have been, I would have busied myself quite possibly. And so that's why I was like, okay, get out. Get out and do something for you. You know, you never wake up. I never wake up at half five. I usually wake up about half six, you know, seven o'clock, but I never wake up that early. And so I that's when my alarm time. goes off, like it? five five thirty. It's uh, my I have a, a light. Do you have a Lumi light? A, a light alarm. Yes. Me because too. I have earplugs. You know, yes. Ken is snoring very badly, especially <laughs> in hay fever season. Yes. So I let him gift me. Yes. Um, adjusted earplugs. I don't hear a thing. And then I needed an alarm clock, which was different than with the sound. So 530 that the sun is rising in our bedroom. So, uh, yeah, but I really want to get out in the morning. I, I still do a morning meditation at 555 for my Swiss German Joy mm -hmm. Academy clients live. I started that during lockdown and it's just yes. a tradition which went on and now it will be, yeah, I, I will repurpose these meditations and will stop at the end of June. So I'm looking forward to my morning all by myself and I plan to go for a swim at the river oh, at, at 6am. Yeah. Yesterday so we, we were walking um, by the river and it was a beautiful, like nearly summer, summer uh, evening. And it was just packed with people in, in bikinis and bathing. Wow. It's like really packed. And I love to be at places without anybody because I'm like too late or too early, you know, <laughs> that's like, I'm swimming in this river at 6am. There are a lot of people swimming already, like a lot, like 10, not mm. 500 but that it's like this is my river you can come here later but at the moment this is all mine that's such yeah. a cool feeling so so how are you going to get out of bed how what what's going to be your motivation I, I have no no problem like when when the alarm goes off I'm I could have a phone call with the president of, of New Zealand <laughs> I love <Yes>. her <laughs> um I'm really like two, I need two seconds for waking up. So that's wow. not a, that's not a problem, yeah. but I need to go to bed or I want to go to bed like a toddler or a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so that, um, yeah, in summer, that's not so easy because, um, still sun is shining outside. Yes. 
Yes. But I, I really, I, I told, or I was talking about getting eight hours of sleep for years mm -hmm. and now I'm finally doing it. And it's just insane. The difference of focus during mm -hmm. the day, it's like you're a different person. Mm -hmm. And I know Brandon Bouchard was talking about this and he really said, if you say I'm good with five hours, you're just lying, yeah. <laughs> lying to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, some people I have, I don't argue about that. You know, if somebody says, no, you're not right. I don't need a lot of sleep, but check out the difference, like do it for one month and then, and then decide. Yeah. And for me, another... it was, it's, it's huge. I mean, before my daughter, I, I loved my sleep. Now I can get, you know, I can get around having broken sleep if she's not well, but oh, I love my sleep. So I'm like you, I, I agree. So, you know, I, I tend to get probably about six to eight hours depending on how she's sleeping. Yeah. And I mean, I wasn't sleeping for two years when Mika was little because yeah. of the teeth thing. Yeah. So I totally get that. And I apologize to everybody <laughs> listening who is like, fuck you with your <laughs> It's coming. It's coming. Yes, sleep it's is coming, coming again. Yes. yes. Mika's yeah. now like teenage sleepy morning. Yeah. And she always was a kid. If we went to bed late, she slept in. You know, there are mm -hmm. kids who are just up at five yes. and super grumpy if you spend yeah. time at a party or whatever. <laughs> and they don't get to bed at their certain time. But Mika was always adjusting. Like if she yeah. got to bed very late, she just slept in. That was very helpful. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I think it's it's always these tiny little decisions like you, well, they are snoring. It's 5.30, no, 5.29. I like to be accurate with these. <laughs> what do I do now? I want, don't want to busy myself. I don't want to wake them up. I go outside. Yeah, yeah. And it felt so good. I was like, I could do this every morning. I probably won't because <laughs> who knows, you know. That's what, what you do when you have a dog, right? That's yes. like the yes, the pain, but also the bliss you get to enjoy. And in those hours that I was on my own, it just felt so freeing to not have any, to not have a schedule, to not have to think about anything you know just do what I want to do did you always love to spend time with yourself yeah. or really yeah because some people really need to learn that or need want to learn that yeah you can't need yeah. to learn that but like I'm always distracting myself I always need somebody around how do I learn to like to spend time with myself what mm -hmm. would you say to somebody asking that? I think start small. You know, I think I really do S start really, really small with maybe just taking 10 minutes, 15 minutes and then building up because I think it can be overwhelming when you go straight into something. So I always tell my clients whenever they're trying something new, start small. Now I, I needed to have my alone time. I just, you, I, I like my own, you know, I like my own company. And if I don't get alone time, I get really irritable as well. So luckily I've got, you know, I've got family and a husband that recognizes that. But I also know it's, it's quite difficult for people if they don't have the option to do that. But then I, I would say just during your day, just maybe start with 10 minutes and just have some alone quiet time. Like, as you said, I'm not telling you to meditate or anything. I'm just saying, just have some quiet time when you're not trying to distract yourself, when you're not using that time to scroll um, and just see what comes up. 
I have questions that I ask myself every morning, like, you know, one is, how are you feeling? And then I have a little conversation with myself about how I'm feeling, you know, what I want to do today, what I'm grateful for. Um, and that just lifts my spirits, you know? And then I notice that sometimes it's not just 10 minutes, it's 20 minutes that I've been sitting with my own thoughts or half an hour. And yeah, I like those small increments of time where you can just say, I'm taking myself out, you know, for breakfast. I did that yesterday. I, I decided that I was going to just have breakfast on my own. But in the restaurant alone, everybody will think you're I a loafer. You don't have I, friends. I know, right? I don't care. <laughs> But how do I get there? You know, I, I love to go to the cinema um, alone and everybody's like, why do you do that? And I said, well, I can cry. I can laugh. I can just, I don't, I don't have to take care of anybody else. I'm just me with the movie. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, and yes, I've always loved my own time, but it's taken a while to do that in, in public. Right. So when you said about about being in a restaurant on, on my own. It took me back to being in corporate and staying overnight and then having to go downstairs in the hotel um, restaurant and eat, eat alone. But I love to people watch. So I turn it into a little, a little game of, you know, who do I see? What are they doing? What conversations are they having? And so to me, that found, that made me feel like I was being part of their life, but they didn't know it. <laughs> so I made it exciting for me. I didn't make it a chore. I didn't make it overwhelming. Um, and so it then got to a time where over the last two years where we've all had to be together, I found it really important to have space for myself to really grow. Because sometimes you can be in a place where you're hearing everybody else's thoughts all the time. And then you think, are these my thoughts? Or actually, am I being influenced by somebody else's thoughts? And in order for me to feel like I was growing, I had to step away from everybody else's thoughts and spend time with myself. So for example, when I am recording my podcast, I don't really listen to anybody else's podcasts, Ronya, because I don't want the conversations that other people are having to, influ to influence me. And so I, I try not to, to do that. I try to make sure that I am in that zone, in my zone of what I really want to tell the world to ensure that it, it comes from Alicia's heart and no one else's. So I think it, 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 it's, it depends on what you want. Always, right? Yeah. <laughs> Always. Yeah it has to come from within and you have to ask yourself how important is this for me to really spend time with myself and really understand my truths and what i want and how i want to grow and how i want to impact the world and the people around me and it's again a skill right do you as you said break it down make it make it not overwhelming yes and if you want to get better And whatever better means, you know, it's yes. not a it's not a competition. But if you feel confident and and like just in balance when you're eating a beautiful meal on your own in a restaurant, it's such a good feeling. And then you can be nice to the waiter and yes. and and maybe somebody starts even a conversation. Exactly. And that's whatever. Just... And you're like, yeah. And that always happens. So yesterday, like you said. I was there having my breakfast on my own. I turned around 
a lady said to me, I'm gonna make this my office today. And I said, oh, me too. This is gonna be my, my office for 90 minutes. And then our food came in and she was like, I see you have what I have. And I said, maybe you decided to have what I was having. And we had a laugh and a joke. And as you said, it just makes you feel seen. And part of this whole game of life, right? Exactly. Like, like we have that one set up like this. Yeah. I really believe and know that we're coming again and again. And, and, but this is pr so precious. So, so, precious. so, so precious. And I think for me, like you said, it's a learned skill. Like I never, I wasn't always this way where, where I wanted to be in the restaurant. Like I said, you know, I wasn't always able to wear brighter colors. I didn't always want to stand out. And, you know, through life's um, experiences, I've decided that this is me. <laughs> and I'm okay with who I am. And yes, sometimes you have days where you, you, you know, you're a little bit wobbly, but actually, as long as I continue to practice what I preach, I'm doing the best that I can do for Alicia, which then transforms the best that I can do for my family and then my clients benefit as well and my friends benefit as well and the world benefits. Yeah. Before we wrap up, that's such yeah. a, I, I want to know, or you, you tell me yeah. if you want to tell me the bright colors, when did you start with wearing bright colors and, and, and what, what made you decide that? Because I only love bright colors. Like yeah. if, if it's a season, you know, summer season, and I look in a, in a store and it's like, oh no, pastels. <laughs> just like I don't buy anything I have my clothes for I don't know some some pieces I have 10 years and still still love but it has to be the clear rainbow color otherwise it's not interesting to me wow and for other people it's it's like I would never ever wear a red a red um what's it that called a jumper, jumper. or jumper yeah. yeah so it was there a moment or 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 did you go into that fluidly or always, you know, like, no, not always. Like I used to always tell myself black was my favorite color because it, you know, it made me look, made me look thinner and not so curvy. And when I was in corporate, it made me look professional. And I've always like purple is my favorite color. And I don't have purple on today. Um, because I knew Ronya was going to turn up in some bright color. Yeah. <laughs> um, but purple is my favorite color. And when I decided that I was not going to continue in my corporate um, position, and I never say never, right? You know, maybe in my next life, that will be my thing. Um, but when I decided that I no longer had to wear the darker colors, I started to experiment a little bit more. And it's it's taken a while for me to get comfortable with being so, so seen. But I also think the last two years have really shown me that I'm as important as the next person to be seen, heard and respected. And so, I need to show that in the way I look as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think bright colors are just, I always compliment people when, you know, like an elderly lady with gray yes. hair and she wears the boldest pink. I, yes. I have to go to her and I, I love your shirt or something. Yeah. And they love to, yeah, like, yeah. They love it. Yes, of course. Yeah. And I mean it. I don't compliment when Me I don't either. mean it. But again, it's bringing joy into other people's lives by just your words. Your words can be so impactful, you know, and especially by changing, you, you can change people's whole day. Yes. With a lovely compliment that yeah. you mean. That you mean. 
Absolutely. What are your words to the whole wide world? Like Alicia's message to the world. That's the wrap up I would like to, and you just, just whatever comes up yeah. now. Um, remember that you're amazing. Like all of us are amazing. And sometimes we are not always felt to feel that way. And so I'm here to tell you that you are amazing and remember to invest in yourself. You know, sometimes again, we are not told to do that. We, we don't always listen to the signs. So you are your biggest investment to so go and do whatever your heart desires. And if you know that it's something that you need to help with, go seek it, go seek it because some of us need that accountability, but don't let your, your dreams die. Don't let your dreams die with you. Like, like I said at the beginning of this conversation, I saw that with my mum, and that has been my biggest message to a lot of the clients that I work with and throughout my podcast message as well is do you, do what you wanna do. You don't always have to have the, the plan. You just need to take the first steps. Absolutely. Yeah. Where do people can find your website, your yeah. podcast and everything you offer. <laughs> okay. So I can be found, um, by just typing in Alicia underscore lifestyle, um, for the social medias. So the spelling of my name is very unique. Um, it's E L E S H I A and just underscore lifestyle for, for Facebook and Instagram. Instagram is where I hang out mostly i love to use my stories just to connect with people so that's what i do and then my website is alishalifestyle.com and there you can find out all about my services and what i offer you know i work with people one-to-one -one. i do group coaching um i'm doing an implementation summer school so that's coming up soon and i'm just about to release a a course about really working with your female cycle to help boost your productivity, but in a way that is not overwhelming and not do, 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 but, you know, just really harnessing your female cycle. So you can, you can live in a more flowful life. And then the podcast, which was a year old, um, last month is called the Alicia show. And we talk about everything. We talk about the, the conversations that sometimes business owners find taboo. So we, we talk about market, marketing and strategies, but we also talk about perimenopause and menopause and, you know, how to look after yourself and, you know, just really getting into the crux of who we are and having those conversations that really connect us as beings. And so, I love to have these kind of conversations because it really does dial into everything that I'm about. Holistic. And holistic. Holistic. Yeah. Yeah. So Ronya is going to be on my show very, very soon. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I'm, I'm just here trying to connect people and trying and to you're make... doing that. You're not Yay. crying. You're doing that. <laughs> Thank um, you so much for your work and your shine you. and your your impact you're having on the whole world and thank on my life. So, so grateful to be your friend. And yes. um, yeah, enjoy this um, this episode, maybe even more than once and take notes because yes. Alicia just dropped some gems. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Have thank you wonderful... so much for having me. Alicia is just amazing and I'm so happy that we got to talk to each other and um, we we met because I was applying for her podcast and that will be aired I think after this episode or before I will link it in in the show notes too and please if you want to feel that commitment to yourself if you want to have this holistically balanced life where you are the priority, check out Alicia's podcast, check out her services, 
check out my Joy Academy because that's what we do there. We, we, you are digging into all the areas of your life. And of course, some of them are priority and you are just like, I don't like that. So what do you want there and create, let's create it. Let's create boundaries where boundaries are, are necessary and let's create space where you want to grow into and just do things differently. You are powerful and you can create a life you love every day. And sometimes a day is dull and that's okay, but you can create amazing days every day because you want to and because you know yourself and because you are committed to yourself and to your well-being. Check out the Joy Academy on my website, joyismycompass slash Joy Academy. You can read through the sales page. And if you have any questions, just reach out to me. And I'm happy to, to um, answer your questions via email or messenger or Instagram PMs. So you find me on Instagram at joyismycompass too. And I'm looking forward to connect there with you. Have a wonderful day and take care. Bye.